Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy whether one line of plot holes or two it is poopies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy A human-looking, indestructible cyborg is sent from, 19, uh, from 2029 to 1984 to assassinate a waitress whose unborn son will leave humanity in a war against the machine while a soldier from that war is sent to protect her at all costs. This is Terminator 1984. Boom. Da 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 da. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And today, uh, this is the start of time travel month here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Ooh, excuse me. Learned from Movies. <laughs> Sorry, we just had breakfast. And. <laughs> And uh, we're starting it off hot with uh, the with a Mother's Day movie. A Mother's Day movie. That's right. <laughs> I uh, one think... of the baddest mothers in all cinema history, Sarah Connor. I cannot think of a better time travel mom movie. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Peggy Sue got married. No, I don't know about <laughs> no. that. No. Back to the Future gets a little weird at points, but oh, this movie has weirdness too. But uh, we're That's of course true. talking about the 1984 classic, The Terminator. James Cameron's first James Cameron. blockbuster hit. Oh, man, did he hit out of the park with that one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is uh, this is one of those movies I had on VHS as a kid. Yes, as like a five- to eight-year-old kid, and yeah. I probably watched it, I would say, around a thousand times. <laughs> I I could probably quote this movie, but I'm not going to bore you the entire <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the longest podcast in the world, where... <laughs> Steve reenacts the movie, line for line. No, it made you want to live. I'll be back. I came across time for you, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, If you haven't seen The Terminator, seriously, pause this right now. Go watch it. It's it's amazing. And then come back and re-listen to the podcast. Of course, of course. Also, I'd like to say Bill Paxson's greatest film. Oh, it, one of his most memorable lines, I'd say, <laughs> but a uh, yeah, very, very brief cameo. Uh, do, do we just want to start going over the plot? Uh, first, I'd like to introduce our first beer. Oh, yes. So, as some of you know, Steve and I like to homebrew. We yeah, make we beer in, uh, in the living room because we're grown-ups. That's right. So, we made a torpedo clone. If you've never had Sierra Nevada torpedo, you need to... Go out and get one. They're uh, extra pale ale. They're extra pale ale, yeah. yeah. Kind of a popular, stronger version of a pale ale. It's about 
six percent. It's also maltier. Like it's yeah. just bigger all the way around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we did a homebrew version. Our particular version came out quite malty. Yeah. It's a really nice, well balanced beer. Very clear. A beautiful like mocha y color. Uh, I'm trying to what is Car- caramel chestnut. chestnut chestnut yes chestnut's a good one it's a clear chestnut with a nice cream colored head I'm gonna take a sip yeah. and uh, mm. Mm, that's yeah. a good beer it is indeed yeah the uh, hops we use kind of give it like a citrusy kind of grapefruity yeah kind of grapefruity hoppy notes you get a little bit of pine in there very well balanced we're very happy we've been playing around with this particular recipe yeah, trying different hops but uh this is uh this is definitely one of my favorite ones we've done mm, maybe we'll have to put a uh picture up on the the twitter and the facebook and all that yeah show it off to y'all if you guys are following my uh my instagram which is untidy venus all one word added on instagram it'll be the one in the anderson valley cup Oh, uh, yes, yes. Um, so, right. yeah, fantastic. Ooh, and maybe we'll uh, win the award. We entered it in a competition with Bear Bottle oh, Brewing yeah. to see if they'll produce it on a mass scale. We'll definitely keep you posted if that's the case. In other case, uh, Bear Bottle Brewing here in, uh, oh, God, Vernal Heights? Is that what it's called <laughs> here in the city? I believe so. The Vernal yeah. Heights District of San Francisco, by the way, for those of you far, far oh, away. Yeah, San Francisco, sorry. Uh, yeah, they'll be opening up here probably in the next month great venue and stuff out there. We're uh, actually going to go. I checked it out past last weekend, and uh, you'll be checking it out probably on Tuesday. The reason why he checked it out before they opened is we are both members of the San Francisco Homebrewers Guild. Indeed. Yeah. And uh, we get invited to kind of like, they they will open up their venues before they're officially open and kind of let some of the clubs come in, check it out, share some homebrew, you know, Get some feedback, show up, you know give off a tour of the brewery and stuff. It's really cool just to, just getting the word out before they officially open the doors and like three people show up. <laughs> Alrighty, so back to the uh, the task at hand, our delightful mother movie, Terminator. By the way, happy Mother's Day, y'all. Yes, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and all the mothers with... Oh, anyway. <laughs> all the mothers out there. No. And uh, happy not a Mother's Day to those of you like me who've managed to use condoms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to start off the blog, or do you want? Oh, to I want you to, honey. All right. Since you have this memorized. All right. Well, starts out, you know, that incredible uh, intro song that I uh, did at the beginning, um, <laughs> and then, uh, and yeah, basically, uh, the whole Los Angeles. There's like a little lightning storm, really self-contained, and it reveals this little ball of which this beautiful giant naked man comes out of uh, 80s prime Arnold Schwarzenegger. By the um, way, I just want to throw in there, <laughs> he really has, like, a baby face. Like, if oh, yeah. you just look at his face and not his body, that is not an intimidating face. No, yeah, and, and he's already, like, 35, 40 or something like that. Right? When comes out. I think about 35. He's in his mid-60s or something now, but, yeah, he's... I think he's in his 70s, honey. I, 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 I can understand why the ladies are only working. <laughs> right? But, uh, you know, naked man walks out very stoically. Uh, wanders over. Uh, it, it, oh, it's up at uh, the Griffith Observatory oh, yeah. or whatever, because uh, Bill Paxton and his two other punk friends are there, you know, <laughs> drinking at a telescope, because that's what punks <laughs> do. Um, and he walks over, and he starts sizing them up. Your clothes, give them to me now. 
Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> and then, uh, man punches through his chest, rips out his heart, yeah. and of course the other two just run the fuck off. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, did he just, kill them all? Yeah, one, He knocks one of them out, he rips the heart out of another, and then the other and one just strips Star starts undressing, yeah, that's right, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, sorry, it's been a few years since I've seen the movie, but, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, and then, meanwhile, across town, another ball of lightning, and... A not so impressive <laughs> naked man show, uh, shows up, uh, and that's Michael Bean. Uh, but he's oh, he, there. There are certain D-list celebrities who would think that he's quite an impressive. Oh, man. He, I mean, he is an impressive man, <laughs> but I mean, compared to Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. I mean, he I mean, like like Chris Hemsworth is a shit compared to 1984 Schwarzenegger. Michael Bean looks quite <laughs> emaciated compared to yeah, Arnold exactly. Schwarzenegger. A sickly looking homeless man comes back through time. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and, he, and he, the cops are called because of the electrical storm or whatever. It's by a power plant or something. Uh, you know, the like high voltage th transformer thing. Um, and he's like trying, just basically trying to escape, get some clothes on, and kind of blend in. Goes into a department store, throws on a trench coat, uh, gets a shotgun from somewhere. Did you get it from the cop? I think he gets it from. I think he gets it from the cop. Yeah, like he. I watched this last night. Yeah, so he punches the cop. Like, get, get, I just remember he has a shotgun, and then later off he's like sawing and sawing it down and keeps it under the trench coat. Mm -hmm. um, but but we have no idea what where these guys came from. But you know, spoiler alert: they came back through time. It's time travel month. Um, and then we see uh, a waitress who's a. Apparently supposed to be 19, but it's Linda Hamilton, so it's like big mid 20s, and <laughs> uh, she she's a waitress, not having a good day. For some reason, some stupid fucking kid puts a scoop of ice cream in her pocket because that's what kids do. Yeah, kids um, don't just eat ice cream. Yeah. Um, All right, so I'm just gonna pause you right there, right. honey. A question I've had for a long time. No, yeah. Linda Hamilton. She's not a bad looking woman at all. She's fit. Yeah. Is she hot? She's a very handsome woman. Uh, she's a lot like, like Gina Davis, like very. She she has some masculine features about her, but I she, mean she's very strong she's, jaw. She's she's I. Right. I mean I mean she's not bad looking. I'm not saying like I'm not saying she's only. I mean only James or Cameron married her. Right, <laughs> but it's just one of those things that I remember everybody going like, oh my god, Linda Hamilton, she's so hot, and just going like. You know, I don't, I don't you know, know we're going to have Angelina that. Jolie in a few years, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, then, I think like Angelina Jolie, it's like, actually, facial features are actually pretty similar and a little smoothed out in some places. And, of course, mm -hmm. she's got gigantic breasts. That's, but that's why. Maybe it looks sad. So, so if Linda Hamilton had D-cups as opposed to B or whatever, she, I don't know, Terminator 2, it looks like she's flattening the most girl fast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she's, she's all right in this movie. She's... She's she's cute enough. She's got the, the 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 hair out, and you know it's oh, all '80s flair. She has spectacular '80s hair in this. Like <laughs> everybody does. This this is a period piece. Yeah. Uh, so so to answer your question, I can see the appeal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, we see Sarah Connor. Uh, meet her uh, roommate. Uh, <laughs> her roommate and her boyfriend. Blah blah blah. Uh. Meanwhile, uh, this. Arnold Schwarzenegger character um, is going through the phone book mm -hmm. and he's looking for Sarah Connor in the phone book, but there's three of them, so he just kind of goes in order. Uh, and he goes to the first one, Sarah Connor? Yes. <laughs> right. The first shot is through her head. Yeah. 
and then and it's off it's off the screen, which yeah. I really appreciate. But yeah. then he just like pumps like 147 more rounds into her. He empties the clip. Just it, it it's double tapping, triple tapping, quadruple. Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> tapping. He's being extraordinarily <laughs> thorough. He's very being extremely efficient as yes. the machine would. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Uh, go okay, so, so here's my thing, too. Yeah. And this is always my thing with time travel movies. He was sent back in time to destroy Sarah Connor because her son will become the savior in the future. True. If he kills Sarah Connor, her son's never born. Arnold Schwarzenegger never gets sent back? Done. Sweetie, you're, no. ta- you're talking about the time paradox he's in this movie. Um, there's a really <laughs> big one coming up that uh, we, we may want to hold off for. Um, Which I think is just proof that no matter what you do, there's already a plan in motion. Exactly. You're just simply acting yeah. it out. Yeah, that's, you, we, we can hide behind that. That's cool. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, You've so already yeah. done it. So so basically go through, um, once it's all explained, when uh, Michael Bean meets up with Sarah Connor, Oh, oh no, wait, wait, okay, I got it. So, so the second one goes in Sarah Connor. Yes, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then cut to the cops. People are killing Sarah Connors all over the, all yeah. over the uh, the city here. We, there's still one more. We have to find her. Yeah, I've already left her a voicemail or or left a message on her answering machine. Like, we'll go send someone out to find her. Yeah, they're on the way, man. By the way, Lance Henriksen makes a a good cop who may or may not give a shit. Right. <laughs> like how he's uh, talking about PCP later. <laughs> right. At some point, Sarah Connor just ends up at a club by herself. No, no. She. Uh, so there's a little scene where her roommate has her boyfriend coming over. Who the boyfriend I remember from a couple things. I think he was in Top Gun. It was like <laughs> one of the other guys playing volleyball, not Val Kilmer or Tom Cruise. <laughs> but One of the other guys in love with Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. when we get to homoerotic movie month. <laughs> <laughs> All Michael Bay and Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but, but yeah, they, um, they're hanging out of the apartment. But, yeah, Sarah goes to a place called Tech Noir uh, just to chill, apparently, at this total 80s techno <laughs> club place. But she's basically she's dressed like a, a school I don't know, like 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 a school teacher. Yes. And just kind of ha- sitting at the table while everybody's like dancing stuff around her. But I'm just trying to relax. Oh, oh, okay, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, I know why she's a tech noir. That's right. Okay. Because she's uh, walking, just walking around somewhere, and Michael Bean's following her that's right. and kind of creeps around. So she ducks into this place, pays a little cover charge to get in there. And that's right. And, she calls and the she, roommate. And she calls the roommate after the uh, the Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up, kills the roommate and the boyfriend and stuff. And basically. If she hadn't called, he mm-hmm. would have just walked out of the room, mission complete, and yep. locked himself somewhere, apparently doing nothing. I, I don't know what, what his objective was after that. But no, she calls back and says, Hey, I'm at this place called Tech Noir. There's this creepy guy following me. Because you can me up. Yeah. It looks like he's hiding a shotgun under his trench coat. No, I just don't say that part. But uh, <laughs> So she's just kind of chilling there waiting for a ride home. And, you know, like maybe the boyfriend to be like an intimidating presence, blah, blah, blah. But then, of course, the Terminator overhears mm-hmm. the thing back in the day of answering machines. And, uh, of course, he's heading over there. Michael Bean's already there in the club, just kind of, like, watching her super creepily. But, but you know, 
they're dressed similarly, hanging out at separate tables. Maybe yeah. <laughs> they're just the only two people that were don't who just like <laughs> the music. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to dance. I just want to listen to good '80s tech music. No, yeah. honey, they're obviously there for the shrimp cocktail deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, ninety-nine cent yeah, uh, bottomless shrimp cocktails. That's why you go to Tech Noir. Can't be especially if you're a homeless man. <laughs> like, like, anyway, wearing just so, a t-shirt or no, no t-shirt and a trench coat. Yeah. Oh, and 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 the, this whole part. So, I'm convinced the Terminator is basically just a sci-fi slasher flick. That was all it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. A quick money grab. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Because, like, all this point, I mean, Terminator is basically a cyborg Michael Myers just doing what he does, yep. blah, blah, blah. And, like, in the whole Technoir scene where the Terminator gets in, they're like, oh, that guy didn't pay. And, like, crushing the guy's hand, just kind of walking through, and then, like, there's that whole thing where he's like slowly walking down, like Linda ha- Hamilton drops her purse, and like she ducks down and he, uh, <laughs> as the Terminator like glances over there so he doesn't see her, and then that's when she like comes back up, glances over, sees Michael being across the room, and then and then the Terminator slowly turns around, sees her, starts walking towards her, the little red uh, the red dot going up right in his head, and then Michael Bay just like, get down, <laughs> boom, boom, they all shoot out, boom, the dance club's fucking. Fucking splatter all over the place. People are running everywhere. Shotguns going off. Machine guns. Everybody's trying to get the fuck out of there, and Michael Bean's trying to protect Sarah, but the Terminator's just so fucking dicky. And and that's and basically the whole movie after that is um, they're basically just trying to get away from this Terminator. Michael Bean's filling her in on the backstory that yeah, you know, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. That, that, that her son, John Connor, becomes the leader of this rebellion against the machines once the machines have taken over in 1996 or whatever Judgment Day is. Billions of people are dead. There's only a small few of us left for some reason. Um, <laughs> but, but well, because the, the machines were supposed to, like, get rid of the problems and keep us safe, but they decided we were the problem. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's all, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so they're trying to get away, and, you know, they're, they're like, on the run. Uh, the the police picked them up somehow. But, no, oh, that's right. That's right. There was um, uh, what, the what, car what, chase. There's yeah, the car yeah, chase the thing. big old car chase thing. Uh, car chase though, I like oh, a good God. car chase scene myself. Yeah, car chase is awesome. The, the car chase. <laughs> yeah, the car chase scene is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, so there's like a little crash at the end. The cops pick them up. You know. Uh, Kyle Reese, Michael Bain's ready to like go at the cops with a shotgun. Like, no, 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 LAPD, calm down, calm down, they'll fucking kill you. <laughs> they don't care if, you, even if you're white, they'll kill you if you have a shotgun. <laughs> um, and so they get taken, and you know, the uh, Michael Bean, Kyle Reese, whatever. Yeah, he's just telling a story like, I told you this a hundred times. <laughs> what are you not getting about this? Mostly the time paradox. Shut up! Listen! <laughs> This is what's gonna happen. He's gonna come. He's gonna fight him. And rip his fucking heart out. <laughs> he looks fucking crazy in that whole thing. He's yeah. very sweaty in yeah, this oh, movie. Oh, oh, of course. He's, he, he's, he's glistening. He's very shiny. <laughs> he's a very glistening in this whole man. <laughs> like, he really, he honestly looks coked out of his mind most of the time. Uh, I'm sure it's just somebody with a spray bottle. Like, Mr. Bean, excuse me, excuse me. Well, come to... I know. I'm, I'm just saying the, like, like, if I walked up and saw that man standing on the side of the road, be I'd be like, oh, 
Oh, yeah, no, you're coked out of your oh. mind. Hey, aren't you John Wingo? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> aren't you one of the actors that's been killed the most times in, like, yeah. any movie franchises? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're thinking Sean Bean, but... Oh, but yeah. <laughs> oh Rick no, Lowe. it's a Bean confusion. No, no, no relation, oddly enough. Mostly because they spell their names completely differently. First I confused my cubes, now I'm confusing my beans. <laughs> yeah, so they go to the police station. The police station seems pretty cool. The Terminator yeah. shows up and just goes to town on everybody. and you know, It's like 30 cops or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Sarah and Kyle Reese escape. Uh, Honestly, they're on the run, the hide the out in a ditch, have flashbacks. <laughs> Honestly, the police station scene the scariest scene to me because it's relatively realistic. I mean, if somebody just drove a car through a police station oh, yeah. and started shooting, like, most of those cops are not on yeah, that they're, they're desk there. workers, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, where, where are the shotguns in this place? They're oh, we, we got a call out from somewhere. Does anyone have a key? I think the sergeant does. Where's he at? Uh, I think he's in a meeting with the, oh, with, he's with under, the mayor. He's under that tire. Yeah. Remember, we had to lock him up because of the problem we he, had with Dale. He was, he was working the front desk because <laughs> he's the only one that knows how to use optics or whatever his system is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah. yeah. He was debugging the system when the car came through. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been here two weeks. No, uh, You're our senior officer. <laughs> I know, I'm scared too. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, the cop scene's cool. Uh, then I, you know, get, get away, hide out in the drainage ditch or whatever, and that's when he has like flashbacks to the future. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, like his dreams. You know, the time when a Terminator showed up at one of their camps and started shooting people. Blah, oh, blah, blah. she yeah. has a flashback to his past. Does she has She has a dream because she she wakes up. Like on oh, yeah, that's right, because he's telling her about it, and yeah, that's mm -hmm. right, she wakes up all start like, ah, what's that, like when a truck have, starts up or backfires or something. You had a terrifying yeah. childhood. Oh, yeah, like how did you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't even thanked you yet. Spoiler alert, they bang. Oh, uh, he fills her it, in it, on the backstory. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, basically after that, uh, they go running around, they get to a, a motel to hide out, basically, and... Uh, Michael Green starts making uh, pipe bombs and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, counting his ammo, blah, blah, blah. Um, Sarah calls her mom to let her yeah. let her know where she's at, uh, of course, because Terminator's ultimately efficient. He already thought about that, went up to her place up in Big Bear or wherever it was, oh, yeah. killed the mom uh, off screen. You, you, you just basically yeah. see that, like... Like, like a pan... Uh, why I love this slasher movie. like, yeah. slow pan over, you see the rooms all there. Then you see... The Terminator there on the phone and like her mom's voice. I love you too, sweetheart. I love you too, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. Basically, telling them where they are, and of course, that's where his next stop is. <laughs> um, but but in the meantime, because you know it's a long drive from Big Bear, probably during high traffic hours. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Michael Bane starts talking about the little, little picture of her that he had, and that's how mm -hmm. he's able to find her. And yeah, love you since first time I saw you, which basically means. I used to whack off to you a lot. In my teenage years. <laughs> uh, my, uh, ba basically, my best friend gave me this picture of you, <laughs> and I used to whack off to it a lot. Oh, and no, then no, he no. was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to send you back in time to meet up with my mom so that you can protect her. And I don't know if John Connor knew this, but his best friend is also his father because he goes back in time, and that's how John oh, yeah. Connor's begat. Honey, it is basically, hey, I know that we're in this, like, war-torn, horrible thing. Um, let's go ahead and 
look at this picture of my mom, and I'm going to let you beat off to it. Yeah. And I'm going to send you into the past in your prime. <laughs> and I went over to John Carter, I was like, what, wait, why do you have it around? Why is it so crispy? Like, no no questions, no further questions. No, no, that's a great picture of your mom. That's a great like, picture of your mom. Great. Yeah, I can't even jerk off to it. I'll trade you. <laughs> right. What do you have a picture of? Uh, I got a picture of 1980s Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sold. <laughs> Oh my God! Is that is that the twist <laughs> for the final Terminator? <laughs> John Connor, <laughs> the Connor legacy actually is it ends and it's just like orphans from then on that were adopted. Yeah, that whole uh, salvation timeline where Christian Bale and Bryce Dallas Howard hook up. Nope, nope, never happened. <laughs> or the Claire Danes and the other guy. Anyway, um, so yeah, where was I? Oh yeah, so the Terminator finally shows up at the motel, the edge of the time. Then there's another fantastic little truck slash motorcycle chase where the pipe bombs are used yeah. and you know I I would think the pipe bombs would have a little bigger explosion when they were <laughs> thrown on the they're biggest like freeway but yeah like like but yeah then they they kind of crash towards the end uh um gosh they're and the uh, has the Terminator like slides off the motorcycle, but then he gets a hold of a a gas tanker, yeah. uh, and is like running them down. And uh, basically, Michael Mayne throws one of the pipe bombs into the back of the gas tanker, hides in the the garbage bin. <laughs> Fantastic giant explosion. Um, yeah. You know, Michael Michael Bean unfortunately didn't make it. No. He was too close to the explosion. He, well, he's injured. He's he's only injured at that point. He's severely injured, but Linda Hamilton runs up to him. She's trying to get him on his feet, and they're looking oh, at the yeah, explosion. Oh yeah, that's right. On your feet, soldier. That's right. Because that's that's even that's later, right. though. Yeah, because they drag him into the the. Well, the first the convenient they're staring at the ahead. they're staring at the fire. You think, oh, oh they yeah. finally defeated finally it, him. and then rising from the flame, and then the slasher comes back for one last kill. <laughs> <laughs> The little endoskeleton, basically some some pretty decent puzzle yeah, work. Yeah, it holds up. Absolutely, yeah. It comes walking out of the fire. And the thing is that it's like it's like a puppet and like some claymation in that. And yeah, yeah. Honestly, to me, like stuff. I remember as a kid being like, people people being like, oh look how hokey it is. You can tell it's fake. And I was like, are you kidding? It moves so unrealistically. It's Freaking terrifying. I, I, have they seen robots, especially in the right? 80s and 90s, and how quirky oh they kind of were? Like, the, the, the claymation in that works perfectly for its, like, yeah. all of Just the flesh awkward, melted off. Plus the fact that it's been an explosion, so it's probably got some sensors going. Right? Hey, yeah. yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, so they go into a robot factory. Yeah, <laughs> conveniently next to the explosion. Uh, yeah, uh, Linda Hamilton's basically kind of dragging Michael being behind because he can barely breathe at this point. Right. Um, and of course the Terminator's like dragging the one leg kind of like, like behind trying to get through the door. Ah, ah. And there's a whole kind of slow chase thing through there. Michael Lee has another pipe bomb. There's another big explosion. Um, and they're like, ah, ah. And then unfortunately Michael Bean didn't make it, but his mm-hmm. deed lives on. Um, and then, ah, something grabbed my leg. It's the top half of the Terminator. It's yeah. still... And apparently, like, breaks her leg when it grabs it because she's not walking. Yeah, after yeah, it. yeah. Like, she's kind of it seems probably like, I don't know, cuts her Achilles or something. Like, probably. she's just like yeah. struggling to move along, and the, chases them through the this giant press 
crusher. The crusher thing that's in a robotics factory for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but it chased behind her, and then Regent, she throws down the gates, reaching through her with its metal hand, it's trying about to grab her head. her out. And she's, she's reaching for the button to start the crusher. It's and fingers then, around and her then, neck. And, and then the timeless line. You, oh, you're terminated, fucker. <laughs> I like how they made it seem like the press was really struggling. Really struggling, yeah. Like, <laughs> like that. Like, no, really just be like, hey, keep going. Yeah, but, like, that was something I noticed, was that they really played up that the press was struggling yeah. to crush him. Well, and well that he, was a nice he's made out of adamantium. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, an obtainium. Exactly. I would later come up again in Avatar. <laughs> but, that uh, seems kind of classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It. Uh, I, I just, I really like that little touch. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like it's, it's an incredible movie. Oh, and then the last little resolution scene where she's in a jeep, whoop, whoop, mm-hmm. um, driving off, I guess, to like Mexico or whatever. Or yeah, oh, she's co- in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, a couple of months later, and she's basically recording on a tape recorder, um, basically lessons to her son, John, mm-hmm. basically telling him that, yeah, this guy you sent back in the future is your best friend. He's totally your dad, I assume. I assume that's in, like, a later one. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, 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 yeah, it's in yeah. that one, that's right, because, uh, uh, what do I tell you about your father? And if I don't tell you, uh, you may not tell you, may not, yeah. Yeah, exactly, if it's I like, do tell you, you just told you. everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we forgot the thing about the dogs. So apparently dogs oh, don't like Terminators, yes. and that kind of plays in, and so in the last scene, she she's a got a big beautiful old... beautiful German Shepherd. Yeah. Oh, such a cute dog. Oh, that would be, yeah, puppy oh, I still hate I imagine. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then she rides off in the sunset. Da, 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 da. Oh, that's right, not into the sunset, into a oh, storm. Oh, yes, da, da, because da, da, da. Uh, there's a little kid speaking Spanish to her. And he says, Yeah, it's like, Cerezas or something. He says, The storm is coming. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> or, or, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she pulled a Han Solo on him, like, I know. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, then why'd you ask? Anyway, yeah, fucking fantastic movie. I really? I love it every time I watch it. Oh, so good. And, and I'm just gonna basically just a slasher film. Like there wasn't supposed <laughs> to be any sequels and stuff. There was supposed to be all that, all the more convoluted timelines later on. <laughs> I'm not but, gonna lie. I like that they're just like, haha, fuck the reality of time travel. <laughs> like, Wait, how did John Connor exist in the first place if he did? Send, have a friend that's sent back to make him, and they'll think too hard about it. Because it's already all already been done. You didn't change the timeline. You simply fulfilled its prophecy. It's like a like in Time Rider and go back to become your own grandpa. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I mean Futurama episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert! All right, all right honey. Uh, yeah, so fantastic movie. Go watch it a thousand times, like I did. It's fucking amazing. Um, so what did you learn from this movie? <laughs> what did I learn from this movie? Mm-hmm. I learned that your dad can be your best friend. <laughs> How about you, sweetie? What I learned from this movie is uh, if you have guy friends, don't give them pictures of your mom to jerk off to. <laughs> no, that's a that's just bad. Just just to know. No I mean, matter how I mean, if you mom. did, if you didn't know, and you and like your friends were jerking off to your mom or something, it's like. Whatever, yeah, he's no jerk off to whoever. <laughs> Angelina Jolie's a mom. 
There's a, there's a lot of hot moms out there. That's true. <laughs> also, what I learned, apparently dogs are useful in every movie. Absolutely. Dogs are fucking amazing. Dogs and are so awesome. much more trainable than cats. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Take that, mummy. Excellent. <laughs> Shall we pop yeah. open another beer and talk about the trivia? Yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah, one other thing I learned um, mm-hmm. from this movie is apparently 1984... The plasma rifle with the 40 watt range was not available in your local gun store. What? <laughs> However, Uzi 9mm is all. <laughs> basically, every other gun ever made. But yeah, that, that was one thing I always liked as a kid like the plasma rifle in the 40 watt range. It's just what you see, pal, by a great character actor, Dick Nolan. He's like, the Uzi 9mm. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, how many. How many are you going to take with? All of them. Oh, I'm gonna close early. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you can't, you can't be loading that. Why not? Pow! <laughs> yeah, people. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, no, no plasma rifles in the 40 watt range. Maybe even to this day, but uh, you know, I'm not up on all my government uh, weapons. Well, thanks to uh, thanks to <coughs> Michael Bean being able to save Sarah Connor, you know. That's right. Have those to look forward to. Exactly. <laughs> After Judgment Day. Alrighty. All so right. our next beer is you're not one of your and my absolute favorite beers in the world. Absolutely. An- Anchor Brewing's Porter. Mm, Anchor Porter. Let's see. San Francisco's famous Anchor Porter brand is made from one of the, in one of the smallest and most traditional breweries in the world by the brewers at Anchor Steam Beer. Our old-fashioned... Uh, Lone Porter is virtually handmade with an exceptional respect for the ancient art of brewing. We use 100% malted barley, generous amounts of pole hops, entirely natural carbonation, and a simple natural brewing process that's like no other in the world. The deep black color, thick creamy head, mm, and intensely rich flavor of Anchor Porter, made in San Francisco since 1972, have earned this delicious and unique brew a worldwide reputation for its standing quality. It, it is aesthetically pleasing with holy superior and holy superior in every way. There you go. Anyway, I'm sorry if that was a little catchy. It's a tiny, tiny little font around the neck of the bottle. And obviously two paragraphs or so. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Alrighty. Right, here we go. I don't know if you guys hear that. Yeah, so uh, while she's opening that up, yeah, Anchor Porter is definitely one of our, our favorites. Uh, we've had the blessing of checking out the uh, Anchor Brewing facility a couple times with the uh, San Francisco Homebrewers Guild, and uh, they usually have this on tap for us and everything. It's pretty fantastic. It's just incredibly smooth, rich, chocolatey flavor. Yeah, it's uh, just a fantastic beer. Oh, shit. Judy, Judy. I'm still in. There we're going to pause here on. for a second and get a towel. All right, and we're back. So, yeah, this is a jet black, light does not pass through beer with a very, like, caramely almost colored head. Mm-hmm. Really, really delightful. Mm. Fantastic. Oh, my God. <laughs> got, yeah, a lot of good coffee and mm-hmm. chocolate notes and stuff on it. Uh, I could drink this stuff all day. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like one of my favorite beers. This is this tastes like dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah, this is. Or like if you have ever had the dark chocolate covered like cocoa nibs. Yeah. We just get like this that pop of the bitter, and then you have like a, a little bit of like malty sweetness to balance it out. Ex- 
Excellent deduction. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. It's like you know, liquid that. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if you can find Anchor Porter anywhere, apparently it's harder to, harder to find than I would expect, being like the greatest beer ever made. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, definitely you know, check out your local distributor and mm. uh, demand it. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. You, you, like, you, you won't regret it. Go to some place that has Anchor beers and be like, you need to just order me a case of Porter. Yeah. And they'll be like, well, okay, I guess. And no, like, yeah, it might no. take a week. Yeah, so just do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah, be, be, be that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should. You'd be like, you know what? I'm really disappointed you don't stock this. And if you wish to, for me to continue patronage here, you're going to start stocking it for me. All right, then. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Fun fact for this movie. Fun fact for You want to start? Uh, one of the super fun facts I found out about this movie was uh, that it is in the Library of Congress's uh, collection of movies. So, you know, it goes like Citizen Kane, Casablanca, and Terminator. <laughs> and then Romy Michelle's High School Reunion. No, I don't know. But <laughs> one of my favorite little facts on that same note, mm -hmm. uh, AFI released their list a few years back of the top 100 villains and top 100 heroes. Mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator is on both lists. He is the mm -hmm. only... Uh, the only character to be on both lists because, yeah, spoiler alert, he comes back in Terminator 2 as the hero. Yeah, he does. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of only two actors to be on both lists. Woo, who's hey. the other actor, honey? Any guesses? Hmm. Uh, Michael Caine? Michael Caine? No. Al Pacino. Woo! Uh, oh, oh, please. Please tell me it's for devil's advocate. That's exactly what I, my, <laughs> my reaction was to. I actually haven't even looked at the list, but it, but I started. But when was Al Pacino a hero per se? Because I know he plays the anti-hero, like no because like Michael Corleone, not exactly a hero in the Godfather movies, yeah. right? Tony Montana, not a hero <laughs> by any means, I would say, but but an inspirational figure, blah blah blah, and uh, Scarface. But it's like yeah, well like. Doggy Afternoon, he wasn't. I like trying to think of, like the big Al Pacino. Scent of a Woman, he was an ass hat. Definitely not a hero. <laughs> oh my god, we may, he's the hero. We may have to look up the list, but but it's like, oh yeah, he totally seems like villain, like you know, Tony Montana's the villain, the devil, uh, <laughs> uh, shit, Ocean's Thirteen, Banks. Or, uh, oh yeah, he's bank. the bank. Yeah. You gotta break the bank. Yeah, yeah, nobody breaks the bank. <laughs> yeah, Al Pacino basically is the thing. We're like eighty-eight minutes. He's not a hero. <laughs> he's Kind of the villain of that movie. <laughs> that horrible, horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to look oh. it up now, honey. You okay. keep talking about some facts about this movie. Oh. Speaking of heroes slash villains, um, allegedly, I'm not sure if this has really been confirmed, but uh, there was another actor up for the role of the Terminator before they decided on Schwarzenegger, and it was Orville James Simpson. O.J. The Jew. Um, but a, Why wouldn't they pick OJ? Uh, Is it because they don't want a black man? Exactly, they didn't want to be racial. <laughs> they, they didn't want any black people in this movie except for maybe the uh, police chief. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, because apparently in 1984, you know, this was even before like the Naked Gun movies and stuff. They thought OJ was too likable of a character to be uh, to play the Terminator. Um, it would be a scant decade later where that would be completely ridiculous, but. That 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 may just be the internet BS. <laughs> wow. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, uh, James Cameron, who uh, directed the movie. Uh, apparently, production was delayed 
uh, with eight or nine months or something uh, because Schwarzenegger was doing you know, Conan the Barbarian at the time and you know making another excellent movie. Um, but during his hiatus, when James Cameron was basically living out of his truck waiting to direct his first major motion picture, uh, he wrote a little script uh, that would go on to become a sequel to another franchise called Aliens that he would release two years later. So we're really, really lucky that this got delayed because that is yeah. a spectacular film. Both, both of these movies are, oh my god, mid-80s uh, mid is just a good time for movies that aren't winning Academy Awards. <laughs> 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 and then you think, like, oh, what were the best pictures of one that year? It's like, Brazil? Eh. <laughs> Amadeus? Really? That one of the best pictures? <laughs> Amadeus, Amadeus. <laughs> the, the story of uh, Amadeus basically making fart noises while he plays music effortlessly <laughs> and someone being driven insane? I don't know. Did it have to be three hours? <laughs> Yeah, just movies like that. It's just kind of weird where it's like, you know, Back to the Future was nominated for, like, nothing. Uh, Terminator, nothing. I don't know. Romancing the Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, nothing. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China, nothing. <laughs> that is a goddamn travesty. Starman, nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, maybe awesome time. Oh, uh, so Al Pacino plays the hero apparently in Serpico as Frank Serpico. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, Serpico. Yeah, okay, okay. Forgot about that one. Yeah, he uh, brings down the corrupt cops or whatever. Yeah. Gattaca, Gattaca, Attica. Sorry, sorry, Attica, not Gattaca. Sorry, Gattaca? No, it's not. It's not that Ethan Hawke movie about genetically engineered people. <laughs> but I've been quoting it wrong the whole time. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, any other fun facts about this movie? I mean, it's just such an awesome movie. Just check it out. Check it out, absolutely. Um, and yeah, it's our first installment of uh, Time Travel Week. Uh, you mean Time Travel Month? I'm oh, sorry, Time Travel Month. That's right. Okay. You guys got a double feature this week, though, because we've been running a little behind. Yeah, but sorry about the uh, such a late post this week. Had a couple of uh, personal issues come up, but yeah. you know what? Not going to stop us. That's right. There's one thing I learned from movies. Personal drama can't stop you from having that happy freeze frame ending. Yeah! Because yeah. <laughs> 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 the movie has never ended with that. <laughs> Honey, I think you're forgetting Super Mario Brothers. Uh, <laughs> uh, no matter how hard I try, I can never forget that movie. Never forget Super uh, Mario Brothers. So yeah, you wanna you wanna share what's coming up next week? No, mm -hmm. let's keep it a surprise. Keep it a surprise. You have to stay tuned. I can't. We, we can't keep it a surprise. I already. Originally, this episode was supposed to be that movie. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, then, <laughs> all of you go out. We're going to watch Timeline. Currently streaming on Netflix or Netflix or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but, yeah, streaming online. Check it out. It's the uh, 2003 movie starring Paul Walker. Uh, and the T-1000. And the T-1000's <laughs> in it. <laughs> and Billy Conway, I think, is in it, too. Yeah. It's yeah based on a Michael Crichton, Crichton novel. Yeah, like other great movies like Jurassic Park and mm -hmm. Congo. Lost and World. Lost World. Oh, God. 
Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jurassic Park and a bunch of shit movies. <laughs> yeah, Michael Crichton novels are awesome, and they do not get turned into good movies. They're like Stephen the, King novels. Apparently, as a little trivia thing a little ahead of time about timeline, apparently that movie turned out so bad, Michael Crichton decided he was not going to let uh, movies yeah. be made of any of his uh, books after that, and it took him dying and then his estate approving it like eight years <laughs> later. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so check out Terminator, follow it up with Timeline, and mm-hmm. uh, be, be back with us in a couple days when we post our thoughts and review on it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Oh, also, we're starting a new little thing. We're going to oh, ask a question. Yes. And we will both answer it on the, I think, in the next episode. Next episode, okay. And uh, if you guys write in to us and talk to us on the Twitter as E L I N E I L F movies. Everything I learned from movies. Don't be like me and be a bad speller. Just go ahead and follow. We're also on Facebook too. The little little dinosaur drinking a beer. Yeah, so go ahead and post your responses, and we will read them. They'll be amazing. Yeah, they will. Don't worry, we won't keep your last names. We'll just give either your handle or your first name. But uh. And what's this week's question? So this week's question: If you could have a superpower for a day, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay, my brain's going 100 miles an hour right, right now, so I'll save episode. it for next time. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, 100 miles an hour, it's like, it's not that fast, right? I'm sure it was back when it became a cliche or whatever, like, oh my god, 100 miles an hour, that's ridiculous. Our our fastest horseless carriages can only go about 12 <laughs> miles an hour. Honey, you have to use mine. My mind's going 1,000 miles a minute. 1,000 miles a minute. That's, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Yeah. No, no speed of light, but it's pretty fast. Exactly. Well, like, I it's mean, like a shuttle in space. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Anyway, so, ooh, shuttle in space. Well, your, if you could have superhero power for one day, mm-hmm. what would it be? I'm going to answer it on the next one. Exactly. Until next time, this is Steve. And Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a great weekend. Woo! Happy, happy Mother's Day.